Well, I am terrified of heights, but it doesn't make me not take one for the team. This is Main Street Today. I'm Devin O'Day, and I'm so glad you're with me. I hope you're having a great day so far. Grab you a cup of something good, a cup of something good. And when we come back, we're going to get a little story from the Oakland's Community Garden right after we check in with our friends at Mid-South Exteriors. Hi, I'm Brenda Fielder. At Mid-South Exteriors, our custom sunrooms bring the sunshine in without all the heat and the bugs. And they keep you warm all winter while you enjoy the outdoors all year round. They add real value because we build them like your house to match your house. Or let us save you energy by replacing your windows and old siding. And because we have no retail overhead, we come to you and sell direct to you for less. Call us at 833-8003 or visit us at Oakland's Community Garden opened its gates to students from McFadden Community Center for hands-on learning and sweet potato harvesting. So today we were out in the garden harvesting our sweet potato crop um, and we had a bunch of uh, school kids come out and harvest with us, dig it up, had fun and we harvest some other of our other vegetables, some okra, some tomatoes, some eggplants, some other things that were um, uh, ready for harvest but mainly our potatoes, sweet potatoes. Students from the after-school program, armed with shovels and gloves, dug into the soil, uncovering hidden treasures. They even uncovered a few baby rabbits. All of this adds to fun new adventures for the kids. So basically, we're just always looking for new experiences for the kids. They came, and I learned something new. I didn't know sweet potatoes grew under the ground. I thought they would be on top. But they had to go in and dig, put in some manual labor, and uh, we found some uh, huge sweet potatoes. The students not only learned about sweet potatoes, but also gained a deeper understanding of the importance of sustainable agriculture, environmental responsibility, and the satisfaction that comes from growing your own food, as one of the students proudly shows off her harvest. I harvest asparagus, sweet potatoes, uh, garlic, tomatoes and peppers. At the end of the harvest, each student left with a bag of freshly harvested sweet potatoes and other fresh goodies and a newfound appreciation for gardening. And they were able to take some of the sweet potatoes home with them and then we'll be making uh, sweet potato pancakes, sweet potato fries, and maybe a sweet potato pie at the center. So we'll see how that goes. Outings like this are not only fun, but it opens them up to new experiences that might plant a seed for something more. It's amazing. Sometimes kids don't know what they're interested in until they get out there and actually do it. Some enjoyed it more than most, but if you looked at them, they all had fun, whether they are sad or not. So just to um, give them those new experiences, to introduce them to something, and you just never know. You may have a future master gardener. The Oakland's Community Garden is a shining example of how the community comes together to provide enriching educational experiences and promotes sustainable practices, all while nurturing the seeds of curiosity and knowledge in the young minds of the future. Many of us have been affected by a family member, a loved one, or a friend who has contemplated or died by suicide. If you or someone you care about doesn't feel like themselves, you're feeling hopeless. Displaying extreme mood swings or isolating from others. You or your loved one may be showing warning signs of suicide, but help is available. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 for support. The Lifeline is available 24-7 across the United States and is free and confidential.
Hi everyone, Kelly Lang here. I am thrilled beyond belief to share this news with you. I got a phone call from the Grand Ole Opry inviting me to make my first solo debut on October 10th for Opry Goes Pink. That's the night when the whole entire Opry stage lights up in the most beautiful shades of pink and we raise money for breast cancer awareness. As an 18 year breast cancer survivor, it is a thrill and I'm so grateful to be included in this incredible night. I hope that you can make it as well. October the 10th, the show starts at seven o'clock. I know some people know that I've sung on the Opry stage before. I've performed duets with my husband, T.G. Shepard, and I sang a song with Barry Gibb. But this is my first time to ever do this flying solo, and I hope that you'll come support us. Please click the link below for tickets for October the 10th, seven o'clock for Opry Goes Pink. I look forward to seeing you there. prep that you got ready. Yeah, I had some cucumber left. I always get those slight, those long cucumbers and I slice them on the diagonal because they fit on a bagel better. See? See, it's technical. Why do I slice them diagonally? They fit on a bagel better. They don't like fall off as much. Okay. And, so, and, and here's my cream cheese. I just put a little dill on it. Okay. And then uh, I slice my tomatoes thin and I have purple onions sliced extremely thin because again, you know, and you can just take a ring or two off. And then I have my capers because I like that. It's a very Frenchy thing to like capers. I don't think that's a Jewish thing as much as it is a Frenchy thing. Anytime you have fish, you have capers. So I put capers in my tuna fish, and here's my lox, my smoked when Norwegian you, salmon. Where did, where did you get the smoked lox? Sam's. Okay. So any of these ingredients you can get just about anywhere, but she gets hers at Sam's. Well, I live, I'm in Louisiana, so you can get things that you can't find in normal grocery stores at Sam's. But then Walmart sells these, which are great. I like gluten-free. But they're, they're not New York bagels, okay? They're not New York bagels, but they are gluten-free. They are gluten-free, and they're good. Once you toast them up and do them with lots and everything, they work. Huh? They right. work. All right, this is breakfast, just the breakfast of champions, fairly healthy. Because cha champion is a champion, mm -hmm. we say. Oh. Isn't that our word? It is our word. Champion. Okay, now we've got the food prep, creating the little food bar, and you like presentation, so that's all ready. Well, not the cutting board. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> this okay. cutting board is not good presentation, but I like to have it all ready for me. So. While the locks are cooking, while the eggs are cooking. Getting it all presented. We'll check back with the finished product. And here's the setup. A toasted bagel, gluten-free, because that's how you roll, right? I like gluten-free, yeah. We don't need the gluten. Why add glue to the mix? That's what gluten is. Someone told me that and it computed. It wasn't like I was saying, oh, I want to be healthy, so I'm going to do gluten-free. But I like bread and I don't want to you know, do, do no carb. I, I don't mind carbs. Okay, I, and you're wearing your cooking robe. I'm wearing my cooking robe. Uh-huh. I got a little horsey on it, too. Is this also your husband's robe? It's my husband's <laughs> robe. <laughs> well, I got it for him. He doesn't wear robes, so I'm like, <laughs> it's become my cooking robe. <laughs> I decided to make it my cooking robe. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do, you can do them any way you want, but I layer the cucumber. On top of the cream cheese. Yeah. Cream Sweet. cheese seasoned with dill. A little bit of dill. And then, so I got three. See how it fits nicely? If you do, uh -huh. yeah, and they don't fall off. And then, 
Let's see. I'll do a little purple onion. 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 See? Little circles. Also stays on better if you do little circles. You know, I don't know why. In New York, they do bigger slices, but I like thin. And uh, that's probably Mama checking on us. And here's the locks. And these look like... That's Mama. <laughs> All right. Locks. This is Campion. He's been waiting for this, so i got to turn off my leg, my eggs, my legs. <laughs> Alright, so I got this for Campion. I got it all ready for him, so he likes them like this. And sometimes I cut them for him, uh -huh. you know, and then I usually start with so that So we've got cucumber, tomato, onion, capers, cream cheese with dill, locks. I usually put a slice of, I put lemon on it and I put the capers on top of that. And I put the tomato on top for some reason. Okay. It works. It's like a sandwich. You can either put them together like a sandwich, uh -huh. and then and the frittata, a little bit stuck on my lid, but it's not bad. Okay. And then I'm just gonna put campions all on the plate. Some okay. people don't like locks, but I I think so. This has been sautéed onion, uh, purple onion, then green onion, and so I just, egg whites. I just slice through it like a pizza. And no cheese? No cheese. No cheese. Sacrilege. No, not a, no, no bacon. Well, you no got cream cheese. cheese on your locks. Oh, okay. On your bagels. Well, I'll forgive you just the So once. sometimes if you don't want to do the whole locks and bagels thing, see, I put a little wedge on there for camping. So, presentation, just getting it ready. Now, normally you don't have to do this and all of this, but I just like to do it all because it's festive brunch, lunch, breakfast kind of thing to do it all. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. And this, creating the frittata, um, you don't have to stand over it and you can get the uh, locks, the bagel ready while you're getting your frittata is cooking. You cut it like a pizza and serve it like a quiche. It's pretty awesome. Hey everybody, Sean McNamara here. I'm really excited to announce that John Doyle, the guitar legend, one of the finest Irish musicians on the planet, is returning to McNamara's Irish Pub and Restaurant on Thursday, September 28th at 7 o'clock. Tickets are now on sale for $25. You can find them on our website at McNamara'sIrishPub.com or on our Facebook page as well. Uh, really excited about this opportunity. I hope you come out and check out some of the finest Irish music on the planet. Looking forward to seeing you then. All the best. Bye. <laughs> Hannah Noel, where are you from? I'm from Hinesville, Georgia, small town right under Savannah. What brought you to Nashville? The music. Um, I've known, gosh, my whole life since I was six years old that I wanted to be a songwriter. I started playing guitar and um, started writing songs when I was 12 and um, it called me here and I'm here and I'm not leaving. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who are some of your songwriting mentors? Oh my gosh. Um, I grew up on like the Almond Brothers and you know the Outlaw Country, um, Johnny Cash, you know, but Dolly Parton, um, yeah, those are my those are. I love Brandi Carlile. She's a big Americana influence of mine for sure. When the songs that you have out now, uh, where do you find the most inspiration? Um, I have a, actually I have a song coming out. It's called the Hunting Song. 
Um, and I feel like I've found the most inspiration for that is sitting in a deer stand. It's funny, I, but I find myself doing that for a lot of my songs. So thinking, okay, well, whatever I'm thinking about in the deer stand is what I need to be writing songs about. Just because you have no influences around you. You're off your phone. You're away from the chaos of the world. And you're just sitting there in a tree think, just looking in God's creation. And um, that's really helped me uh, find a lot of inspiration for what country music is really about. So the hunting song, the yes, hunting song. the hunting song, yes. <laughs> Where can people find out more about you and how can they follow you on social media? Um, I am on everything. It's Hannah Noel Music. Hannah with an H at the end and then Noel like the first Noel. But yeah, that's everything. And I just had a song come out. It's called Don't Sell Your Saddle. Um, yeah, uh, it's about, it's your anthem to the dream chaser. Um, telling you to hop back on that saddle and chase your dream. So yeah, that's me. <laughs> Hello, I'm Nate Ridley. I'm the assistant director here at the sanitation department. I am here currently at our BOPA site. I know it sounds funny, but we're pretty serious about recycling. And BOPA stands for batteries, oil, paint, antifreeze, and electronics. Um, today, I have some of the things that we don't take or the frequently asked questions of stuff that we have to turn down here at our BOPA site. First, we're gonna start out with our batteries. These are alkaline batteries. We do not take these alkaline batteries due to the low mercury content in them so we actually throw you can throw these away and there's no hazard to the environment another thing we don't take and this is very dangerous this is something that you never want to put in the garbage or you never want to get it wet this is a lithium-ion battery even the rechargeable lithium-ion batteries can be very dangerous you can actually go to any of your local retail stores ask them do they have a buyback or a battery take back so they can safely dispose of these batteries. Here, here's another example of a lithium battery if you have any questions. This seems to be have come from um, like a charger or a drill. Also, what you wanna look at is oil. We don't take anything contains like this. Even though it says glass cleaner, we really don't know what this is in the container. So you wanna make sure the containers that you bring in is labeled properly so we can dispose of it. Here was another example of what you want to look for. This is for gas stabilizers. We don't take that. We will not take this fluorescent light bulb because the green tips. Green tips mean there's low mercury content. 
Now the other bulbs that you'll get with the silver tips, we will take those because of the mercury contents a little bit higher, but you can actually put these in the garbage. Anything that's under compression, we will not take that. Usually the household hazardous waste day, which is on the Williamson County website. Even if you go to our website, there's information on there to tell you how to properly dispose of these. It's best to keep these until you have a household hazardous waste day. And we usually put those out on our website. Um, usually Facebook, any social media outlet will let you know when that date is. Latex paint, usually it'll let you know if it's latex paint. If it can be cleaned up with water, if you read the cleanup and it says water cleanup, it's usually latex paint. You can put cat litter in it, let it dry out, take the lid off, let it dry out, and this is gonna safely be disposed of in the garbage. Here go some other things that we don't take. Clean kit, you notice it's got fuel in it, heater fuel, and actually this item here, as you see, it is not labeled properly, so you really don't know what's in it. I would advise you not to open it up because it could be dangerous. I would also go back to where you purchased it at and ask them do they have a take back program, a buyback program, so they can properly dispose of it. And now we're gonna go over to Wayne Sullivan who has the dues of BOPA and the frequently asked questions. My name is Wayne Sullivan. I'm the operations manager with the city of Franklin Sanitation Department. And I'm here today to talk to you about the dues at BOPA, which Nate already explained the acronym to you, batteries, oil, paint, antifreeze, and electronics. The first item that I'll cover are batteries. And we accept the lead acid batteries that come from like your vehicle, marine batteries, things of those sorts. And the rechargeable batteries that we mentioned on our website are the nickel metal hydride batteries that you, you can read the label and it'll tell you on the label that it contains nickel. So we do accept those items. Next on the list is oil. So you can bring these in, make sure they're in labeled containers. We take uh, automotive oils that you have changed your car oil with, so you can bring that in for disposal. And we also take cooking oil. Make sure that the labels are identified the product inside the containers and make sure they're in plastic containers. We do not accept glass containers. And next we'll be moving on to paint. So we accept paints that are oil-based. We don't accept the latex paints, but if it says on the back that you have to clean it up with mineral spirits, then we do accept that uh, for our recycling program. And then we're moving on to antifreeze. Again, make sure these are in labeled containers and um, you can bring those in for disposal here as well. Next on the list is electronics. So obviously, you know, we take the larger electronics such as TVs, uh, computers, and we do take smaller electronics like your fans. We don't accept uh, air purifiers, but all other electronic items with lithium batteries removed, we do accept at this facility. We also take your fire extinguishers. We can recycle the metal from the containers. So we ask that you discharge these into a trash bag and then bring the empty container in for us to recycle. And then we take the helium tanks as well. We can recycle the metal from those. Just make sure they're empty before you bring those in to us. And that's the items that we do accept here at the City of Franklin Bobo facility. So there you have it. The do's. And the don'ts of Bopa. For a full list of what we do and do not accept, please visit the link at the bottom of the screen. Thanks for watching. I found that so helpful. I am so confused. I love the convenience centers. What, wherever you are in Middle Tennessee, there's usually it's not just the dump anymore. It's convenience centers where you put the bulk furniture and where you put the, uh, the old refrigerators that don't work or 
if you have the hazardous waste day. And I didn't know, I mean, it's so confusing, so confusing to me. And that really, so thank you so much, City of Franklin, for letting us know a little bit about what's going on. Well, let's take a little recap. The This year was a record year again for the Tennessee State and Wilson County fairs. So it was really great. Let's look at a little recap and see all of the improvements and the expansions. excitement and brush of carnival rides and endless options of fried food. All sights and sounds on a hot Tennessee evening at the Tennessee State Fair. There is so much excitement across our state in all 95 counties. But at the center of the State Fair is agriculture from the statewide commodity competitions, youth livestock showing and judging, and highlighting of 4-H and FFA all point to our state's number one and most important industry. Each year the fair highlights an ag commodity this year is the year of corn. Fair Director Randall Clemens says making agriculture a focal point of the fair is a long-standing tradition that just makes sense. Our job is to showcase every county in this state and to always keep agriculture number one. The new Pig Tennessee Products Experience building is unbelievable. 4-H and FFA have taken their building to another level. Our new Made in Tennessee building that features all 95 counties. It features agriculture. It features the best of every county oh, fair yeah. in the state. Folks get to experience some of the best products grown and produced in Tennessee at the fair. Built to look like an old-time general store, the new Pick Tennessee building gives fair attendees the chance to purchase Pick Tennessee products to take home and enjoy. It's an atmosphere designed to give families a place to enjoy all that Tennessee has to offer and, of course, have fun. What makes our fair so unique is the amount of entertainment. We have 15 stages of entertainment every night. We have a 150 livestock shows with a major part of those being next week. Uh, there's something for everyone. I'm so proud of what Wilson County has done in the last uh, three or four years as they've taken on the mantle of the State Fair and we see it flourishing here. The State Fair has always been one of my favorite things, uh, whether it was riding the rides or the great food, and one of my favorite things just going through like the Made in Tennessee building this year, uh, seeing just the history of our state and how important agriculture is to the state. Uh, there's, there's so many great things to do for all ages and it's really important when it comes to educating those about agriculture. We're very thankful. God is blessing us with great weather and blessing us with everybody being a part of this year's fair. A success bringing people across Tennessee together and a reminder of how blessed we are to live in the volunteer state. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show, October 3rd at Bridgestone Arena. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. Featuring performances by Kelly Clarkson, Little Big Town, Parker McCollum, Scotty McCreary, Justin Moore, Tracy Lawrence, and more than 30 guest artists. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show, one night only, October 3rd, Bridgestone Arena. Produced by Outback Presents. want to serve your community by being the critical link for help and the hub for emergency services? We are currently hiring an entry level to become a 911 professional on a great team in a growing city that empowers you to make a difference. 
Murfreesboro Emergency Communications through teamwork and dedication with integrity aids the emergency service providers in protecting life and property. Applicants must be at least 18 years of age, have a high school diploma or GED equivalent, and have the ability to work different assigned shifts and different days off that are subject to change based on staffing needs. Benefits include a four-day work week, starting pay at $21.89 an hour, multiple training and professional development opportunities, potential for upward mobility into other positions with increased pay, and more. To apply for the Emergency Communications Specialist 1 position, visit www.murfreesborotn.gov jobs. Grow with Murfreesboro Emergency Communications and be a part of our team. Y'all, I'm serious right now. They have a dragon here. I saw it. Portland, no, no, they don't. There's no such thing as dragons. I swear, I saw it. It had huge claws. Get out of here. It had eyes as big as the moon. Come on, I'll show you. Wait up. <gasps> Do you hear that? We're almost there. Whoa! I told you so. That is the dragon. The Stones River Water Fest is a water program that took place Friday, September 15, 2023 at Old Fort Park. Third to sixth grade students from all over the county come to learn more about water critters, water protection, water chemistry, water erosion, and much more. It is a collaboration between Rutherford County Stormwater, Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation, MTSU Stormwater Program, Smyrna Outdoor Adventure Center, and Stones River Watershed Association. The first Stones River Waterfest was held at Sharp Springs Park in Smyrna with seven classes. The next year it was moved to the current location and expanded in size to 51 classes, about the norm for most years. This year there were 50 classes, 1,116 students, 64 school teachers and aides, plus at least 50 chaperones registered. 49 facilitated activities are available for classes to visit. Stones River Waterfest was created by Bonnie Irvin, Rutherford County Project Wet Coordinator, and it was based on the annual Duck River Water Education Day. We live in Stones River Watershed and need to understand responsibilities living here. Habitat preservation, water conservation, increased demand for water consumption, and increased demand for sewage treatment are just some of the educational topics. The hands-on activities at each station tie in with the learning. Experimental learning works very well for almost all students. Each activity is correlated with the Tennessee Science Standards to help the teachers visit the stations that meet needs for their grade level. Learning in the outdoor setting contributes to an atmosphere that learning can be super fun. And the adults learn as much as the students. We all need to learn. Waterfest started as a vision and with collaboration and partnerships has become a reality from year to year. It is organized chaos and so much fun for the kids. Ooh, and a big thank you to the city of Murfreesboro for that story. Wasn't that just great? I love what the parks departments in our state are doing to help the kids learn interactive learning, whether it's gardening or whether it's in the water whether it's going to the fair and learning that way, there's so many great programs in our state. And I just, I love that that happens. And uh, thank you to all the contributors today. Show our Tennessee farm Bureau, fantastic work that you're doing uh, with the Tennessee state fair, Wilson County fair, 
so much good education that's out there to let us know where our food comes from and how to take care of our planet. And we like that. We like a good, clean state, good, clean waterways. And if we don't teach them, how will they learn? Be safe, everybody. Be kind. And most of all, remember that you are loved. Have a great rest of your day. We are home. We are family. We are things to do and place to see. Mom Pops, local grown, small business Saturdays. We are Main Street, Main Street, Main Street. We are your Main Street today.